miles of hard road, 33 years of tough luck, 44 skulls buried in the ground, crawling down through the muck, oh yeah. Bring it in, folks. Bring it in. Let me tap on the table. Yeah, tap on the table. Tap on the table. Hey, guess who's back on iTunes and Stitcher? That's right, folks. These three assholes. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, it's you know it's already easy, but so is helping us. Go to positivesarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link at the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing, but every purchase you make helps support the entire PS universe. We appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. Got a few things to talk about today, obviously, since we are audible. Um... How's it going, guys? Good. Good. Tired. I'm so glad to uh, so glad to have you. I got you know what? Yeah, I understand it's been a busy week. We've been all over the effing place, but uh, we do need to do it on Fridays when I'm getting drunk, not Saturdays when I'm hungover. <laughs> oh. uh, listen, I know I've been bitching the past couple of weeks, but I got to say a huge thank you to Squarespace for uh, fixing the RSS feed, so that now that we're back on iTunes and Stitcher, I can see uh, you know how many people we got listening and not listening. But I, dude. Thank you to Squarespace. I really do appreciate you guys. Number one, being a host to my website and basically allowing me to put whatever I want up there, no matter what the size. And uh, for being so patient with me as I rant and rave throughout the weeks via email. So thank you to that. Um, also, rate, uh, rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us just in general. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to send it to us. Just go to the contact page at positivesarcasm.com and uh, send us comments, hate mail, you know, whatever you want. But just, if you have a question, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, gentlemen, obviously you know I was uh, gone last week at that bodybuilding event. I mentioned it in week uh, seven when you guys weren't here. How did uh, your friend do? Well, let's see. We The uh, group was growing up. I fire. sound like an 80-year-old guy introducing his girlfriend. Here, this is my friend, David. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. But, uh, yeah, we talked about, it was Blue Bikini was on the podcast. She was representing Girl on Fire Fitness. Represent? So this is a, the, the John Hancock Theater. The John Hancock Theater down in Boston seats about 1,500 people. Uh, it was tripled in size. The last time about five to 600 people showed up between uh, pre-judging, which is a couple hours, like three, four hours, and the finals when they hand out the trophies. That's like a couple hours there. This time... The place was packed. Prejudging was sold out. Fifteen hundred people. Wow. Finals were sold out. Fifteen hundred people. It's Boston. And in Good. just the bikini contest alone, instead of like twenty, twenty-five competitors, there was seventy. Wow. Seventy. And they and here's the thing. Not only do you you can submit your uh, you can you can be in you can enter like different like there's class A, class B, class C. You can enter multiple ones. So not only do you go out there once, you go out there like three, four times. Now times that by 70 chicks or 70 dudes. So the prejudging took like five, like five hours. Jesus I got God. there at noon. It started an hour late. I didn't leave till 5.30. And then I came, I drove all the way back up here, grabbed the photographer, we went all the way back down at around nine because I said, fuck the later on. I wasn't, I was like, I'm not gonna sit there for another four or five hours. Okay. No disrespect to the people that were there in, in the earlier judging. It was just how it panned out. Um, but I did get around 250, 260 row C photos, and they came out great. I got 20 on the website. Guys, why don't you go ahead and open? just hit the, the on on that iPod. Uh, I got 20 photos already up on PositiveSarcasm.com. Just go to the events gallery. I got some of the photos there right now. Um, some of those competitors. Oh, look at that dude. Yeah. Joke. 
But uh, yeah. as far as uh, as far as Girl on Fire was, Fitness, they went down there and they took home. John Hamm, huh? Yeah. <laughs> there, uh, that guy needed a a bigger a bigger string. Oh, is that is that your is that Lizard Yeah. So, but yeah, Girl on Fire Fitness took home four first place trophies. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, there's one in there uh, who t she was uh, fitness. She went into the she was in figure modeling. She went out there and destroyed her competition. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun. Granted, after a few hours, you get tired of looking at just you know the stuff. But it, it, yeah, jacked. With their navels about to burst out. Yeah, Dude, these girls these chick, kick my ass. And you know what's funny when you get up close to them, they're beautiful people. Got a little bronzer going on there. Huh? A little. A lot. I feel like orange. Like You're not allowed to shower. You can't shower and you can't put on deodorant. You can't. So Otherwise, it ruins the bronzer. Smells. Did you guys see that? Uh, it's yeah, the back is in terrible. Philadelphia where it was Mac Day, <laughs> and he wanted to go oil the guys. He's like, it's not gay. You're just appreciating the male body. <laughs> Dude, these guys worked hard. Um, I actually sat down and talked with one of the competitors. Did uh, uh, blue, your, blue Bikini wanna, took home two first-place trophies oh, sweet. in her class. Out, awesome. of 70, out of 70 wow. competitors. That was awesome. 70 competitors. Um, she'll probably, as far as Girl on Fire Congratulations. goes, they're both going to end up getting their pro cards. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, they'll start competing soon. Uh, in, in Do you pro know anybody else is involved in this, or just as far as what? Just the people in these pictures. There's hundreds of competitors, hundreds. Yeah, but you're friends yeah, with anybody yeah. else? Um, I let's see. I sat down with a Paul who was in the heavyweight division. Um, I, love, I love like the big dude, jacked. And uh, in my opinion, apparently a lot of people's opinions, there was some like political controversy as far as who should have won and things like that. But uh, it was cool. To s I sat down with him while he was uh, finishing off some steak and mashed potatoes as he had his two hour his <laughs> hourly good. meal. And I talked to him. He was nicest nicest people in the world. And you know what's funny? There was nobody had fits on stage like last year. One guy got mad and stomped off the stage, but everybody was nice, all super cool. Um, if you notice, there's one girl with pink hair in there. Yeah. That's actually frowned upon in the uh, MPC. Oh, really? Yeah, because they believe it like takes away from the... Uh, it, it's a distraction. Uh, definitely. It definitely. Looks, but she her, looked fantastic. Her skin looks, looks less orange than the rest of them with that she, yellow hair. Well, she actually is a very... Uh, she has very fair skin. What was her tattoo on her thigh? I don't know. I, looks like a head or something. Yeah, it uh, looks like probably like a. I, anyways, those photos like are up at Positive Sarcasm. Head. There's a 200 more coming. I yeah, posted some on the Twitter at POS Sarcasm. Um, just awesome, like huge congrats. Like there was one dude, uh, number 207, uh, male physique. He has his hands up. Mm, yeah, that big dude. He competed against guys. I was gonna say 15 to 20 years younger than him, and he went head to head with kids that were probably like 24, 25 years guy. old. Uh, number 207. He's got grayish hair. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, he's in there. But I love I love these photos. It's like they got bracelets on and shit and high heels and then boom, uh, all I'm wearing is a bikini <laughs> and some tight little underwear. Dude, yeah. it was so cool. Yeah. I recommend and I recommend anybody to go down and actually check it out. It well, is cool. Cool, congratulations. And um yeah, Rosie was a third of Jack's of these guys. Yeah, Rosie, I got Rosie tickets. Women anyway. But it was a lot through the chicks. <sighs> Jesus Christ. The chicks are Jesus Christ. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I said, that's one thing. I'll be doing another one in November. I know and, Jesus um, said he was going to come back. I didn't know he was going to come back. Yeah, speaking, of, speaking of Jesus, like that, there's a lot of Jesus references in that Roots album that I listened to. It seems like it was very uh, religious uh, mm -hmm. album for them. Anyways, I want to welcome back uh, Shane and Mark as usual. They What's become up? permanent figures, our permanent personalities. Maybe I should give some background to you guys. Uh, as far as Shane, he hails from the Midwest, uh, Tornado Alley. Yep. And... Um, very passive aggressive, loves self-deprecating humor, loves him some Pearl Jam, yeah, little Eddie Vedder, <laughs> you know, loves the uh, individual, not the individual, loves more independent music, 
Mark, Mark is a uh, uh, former illustrator in another life. Went to college for it. Um, as far as uh, his uh, being on time and stuff, he's like a, a moonwalking grizzly bear. So. Is that your brother? <laughs> I like the way that sounds. Thank you. But um, we've known each other for about six years. We've, had, we've battled some crazy oh. shit together, and we've actually gone to battle, well, pretty much every other day with each other. But um, it's, been, uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I'm glad to get this shit started. As far as I go, as far as myself is concerned... I think it's been seven years. I started writing uh, back in September, and that led to the brand. The brand led to the website in January of uh, 2013, 14, excuse me, is when the site started. And um, now we got listeners... We have uh, people who like our stuff. I sometimes get favorites by you know comedians and stuff. I actually tell jokes and they laugh at them and they uh, they retweet them and it's a lot of fun just conversing like that. Good but, times, uh, man. Anyways, we got some movies to talk about. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Um, also, I was <laughs> I think last week I, I apologized to the hell is his name Tom Segura for falling asleep during a show. Yep. So I wanted to get back on the horse and then. I tried to watch. Uh, I, I got. I fell asleep during Mike Verbiglia, and then uh, I decided to give Eliza Schlesinger a try. Her show is called War Paint. It's on. Uh, it's on Netflix, and I think yeah, it's on Netflix. Dude, this chick's funny. She comes out fucking guns blazing about um, uh, uh, about airport lines and stuff like that. That is, if you want to check out some actual funny. Usually, when you get like a girl comedian up there. She uh, usually just talks about like, stuff that only girl understands, so she alienates like 50% of the audience. Insert sexist comment now. Yes. Eliza Schlesinger is legit funny. She's got, a lot of di- she's got many different personalities. Her sound effects are a riot. But uh, her... She makes her own sound effects with her mouth? Yeah. Her, uh, her hour-long special is called War Paint. I was um, doing that and you can find that on Netflix. It's actually re- it's actually pretty funny. On my ride home from work, I was doing my Christopher Walken impression in the car mm-hmm. by myself. Yeah, it wasn't very good though. So so on uh, Wednesday, there is a guy at the Shaskine in Manchester, New Hampshire, who has been on Comedy Bang Bang quite a few times apparently. Yeah, um, Comedy Bang Bang. It's big, man. Anyway, his name is James uh, Ad- Gandolfini. No, James Adamian. James yep. Adamian. Anyway, he's doing stand up. On Wednesday night, I might go check that out. Awesome. Yeah, let me know. Uh, all right, Shane, let's get to your stuff. Uh, you reviewed a couple. You saw a couple movies, a couple albums you want to recommend? Well, let's uh, let's talk about the movie we both saw, The Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is about, well, a couple teenage or college kids who go to a cabin in the woods. Starts out cheesy, but there's a whole other twist behind it as far as why they're there, why things happen. It's, uh, I believe it was produced by Joss Whedon. Or at least written by him, and um, this isn't your typical horror movie. There's like a whole bunch of science fiction behind it, and that's why I recommend it. I normally don't recommend horror movies unless it's like Insidious. Yeah, it was it was funny as hell. It was it was really good. Yeah, it made me laugh how many similarities there were between Tucker and Dale, and this movie. Yeah, because you know it was they're both basically acting off of the stereotypical kids go to the woods get murdered thing. But uh, it's they both had definitely uh, original takes on it for sure. Yeah, I I enjoyed the I enjoyed the hell out of this. I saw it a couple times. I love the ending. I love how uh, what's her face. I almost almost dropped a spoiler. <laughs> almost dropped a spoiler. Almost had to edit that out. But uh, how she shows up and kind of explains the whole situation. But you kind of already know what's going on throughout. How it's all manufactured and it's all it's just all set up to be stereotypical. Like so, the there's like there's like basically a corporate uh, company. There's like a company there. 
that is working behind the scenes to basically put these kids in a place where they're going to get murdered. They engineer a horror movie type scenario where each kid is killed off one by one in a certain order, just like in horror movies. And they have to, and they basically are like, it's pretty funny too because they're so nonchalant about it. They're like, oh, you want to come over for a barbecue if we get done early? Yeah, oh yeah, that'd be sweet. And, <laughs> and they're, uh, they're like setting it up for, um, you know, they're taking bets on what demon's gonna come out and kill them, and they're taking bets on who's gonna die first. Yeah, they have like a, it's it literally, the it's like, are? no, the, uh, the people behind the corporation yeah. is behind it, and they literally have like bets, like all the people, like all the office people are there, and they're taking bets, and they're, it's ridiculous, they're popping sounds champagne. Like, sounds like the Hunger Games. <laughs> well, it one, is, but it's, it's actually, well, it's, it's not, it's actually public. One better. part that made me laugh pretty hard was, uh, um, <laughs> Can't move around now. One, just stand perfectly still. We will edit those thirty seconds out. Go. Yeah. One part that made me laugh pretty hard though was that they had it set up where they had to stop at the gas station just like in Tucker and Dale, but there was like a creepy guy there and he was Always. insulting, saying racist things, and then he uh, insulted the uh, uh, the the girls there and stuff like that. Joe was in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Called him a whore, and he was you know just the general creepy redneck guy. And so when he leaves, he calls the people at the corporation to tell them that <laughs> that uh, the, the people are on the way. And he's kind of a psycho, so he's like, they make their blood rain down upon the earth. And they were all making fun of him because he was on speakerphone. And he's like, wait, am I on speakerphone? And they all start laughing really hard. He's like, oh, no, I can't believe I did that to you. Okay, you're on, you're on speakerphone now. And then he, he's like, okay, thanks. Make their blood rain from the sky. And then they all start laughing at him again. He's like, God damn it, you guys are jerks. And like hangs up on him. <laughs> So they're like, it's just like a normal everyday office movie, but they're killing innocent teenage. people, <laughs> yeah. and, not, and, it, and it's not right. just locally; it's globally, and it's for a hu- it's for a higher purpose. It's on TV, kind of like uh, it has levels to it. And is, it, is it like Death Race a little bit? No, yeah. it's like all behind the scenes. Uh, Basically, the the big spoiler no. alert is: Do you want to see it ever? Yeah, you do. I, I guess you, I do. You do? No, Mark, you do. It's this funny. is a cool. Right, so this is this is a okay. This I won't a four say what the big spoiler. Right. But there's different locations throughout the world too. And one part that also made me laugh is when they were there was like these little Japanese like the five, school girls? five five year old schoolgirls or whatever. And there's this demon, and then they they somehow get the demon to go back in the book and they get rid of it. And it's like they hold it up and it's like. Now you are a frog and you will bless the earth. And the, the guy that's working behind the scenes is sitting there and goes. Fuck you, girls. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> just starts screaming at him. It's so awesome. Oh, and then the part where the unicorn comes out and stabs the guy. <laughs> Dude, every every uh, stereotypical horror like person or creature, yeah. they're all in this movie. All of them are, and they all and they're all just pre pre set up like in these boxes, and, and it literally is ridiculous. Kind of like that episode of South Park, man. It's yeah. It's all set up. The name of that? Remember that one? Like the mer- like the scary mermaid is in there. Like the, the serpents are in there. The zombies are in there. The serial killers. The horrors. The, the ghosts. The demons. The mermaid. The merman. The merman. The merman. The merman. Was there like the uh, the, you know the, the the table with Santa Claus, the lion from Narnia, and uh, fucking Yoda and shit? <laughs> well, the unicorn. Okay, the unicorn. It was you know what I'm talking about? Remember that South Park? It's kind of like remember that like that whole like yeah. three part episode mm-hmm. where they just like all the zombies and shit came out. That like, was funny. Everything? Not zombies, but like you guys are saying, like. And whenever they think they have it in the bag, they they start a yeah. party at the at the at the corporation. So they're drinking and there's music playing and stuff, and you see people dying in the background, like on the screens, and they're just. And like, then they get a phone call from somebody who they get a phone call from the man or something. Yeah. How something's gone wrong. Yeah. And then they're like, oh. Crap. 
crap and they all get back into their seats because the world depends on them doing this right and if they do it wrong the world comes to an end yeah, and, well, it, I, and it all builds up to this point. It's since you didn't, since you didn't see it, we can't get into too much detail. But yeah, it's, well, it's I pretty. Go to the room if you want. No, no, it's funny. It's pretty well, hilarious. I, I guess this I'm going to listen to my the my voice would carry anyway. It's a great movie. Yeah, um, so good flick. You said you had some albums you were looking at. Uh, no, that oh, was sorry, mine. real quick. As far as the movie goes, it's a four star movie. It's really, really great. Uh, there's a lot of twists and turns to it, and it's it's funny. So I totally recommend the Cabin in the Woods and Tucker and Dale too. If you're into that type of like horror slash comedy setup. So definitely check that out. Well, well, while we're on the movies, do you want to go over the rest of the movies and then we'll switch over later? Um, sure. What, what other movies did you have? I have one that I saw by myself because I had some extra time okay. also. Well, two two that I saw, uh, I'll just talk real quick about them. Um, that I really want to recommend them. They're pretty cool. Uh, one's a documentary on Netflix. It's Ooh. called uh, Muscle Shoals. And it's about the recording studio in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, which is like this really small... Alabama town, middle of nowhere, and um, they basically changed the face of music because these these four like white dudes ended up being the backing band to like hundreds and hundreds of like extremely famous soul songs. They they were the backing band for Wilson Pickett, Aretha Franklin, uh, Candy Staten, Percy Sledge, Otis Redding, Ooh. and then they the Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan, Leonard Skinner. They all recorded at the theater. Apparently, at the, an Otis Redding like record. Uh-huh. An old was it 33? That goes. They go for like 40 bucks a pop. That's crazy. But yeah, it's really cool though because they 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 came up. Just these four guys ended up creating the sound that ended up being like the soul music sound after you know Motown and stuff like that. Like they were competing with Motown a lot during that generation. It's a really cool story about like this little town that basically kind of changed music and, and whatnot. So it's a good flick. And then the other one I watched was uh, another documentary called Dear Mr. Watterson. And it's uh, about the creator of Calvin and Hobbes, uh, Bill Watterson. But so when he retired, he basically just disappeared. Like he doesn't do any interviews. He doesn't go into public. He doesn't he do anything. He was never a big spotlight guy. No, never. Yeah. And it really goes into a lot of cool detail about how the friend, like the fans, how they changed their lives. And like it, he went to different fans and different conventions and uh, interviewed people about, about Calvin and Hobbes and what made it so special and. It's it's a really cool flick. If you grew up loving Calvin and Hobbes like I did, then I did. you're gonna Garfield too. Yeah, you're gonna love 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 this movie though. It's a it's a really good watch. It's, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like Pee Wee Herman. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, Mr. Rogers. We we all had our own thing. I did um I did watch one other movie. Like I said, um, I'm pretty sure that uh, pretty sure that you you guys will be familiar with this right right away. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Star Wars again. <laughs> Taken two. Oh. I, I caught that Sunday night. Taken two straight. Taken. Straight. Taken. Starring Liam Neeson's. Oh, is that from those guys? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's put it. Let's let's, let's, two. let's be perfectly <laughs> straight here. Nothing is gonna beat the original Taken. That movie was so perfectly made as far as what it's just the the, the trailer I, the previews how that was set up the marketing for it was fantastic i have a certain was that can i ask a question was that kind of a that was kind of a surprise uh hit wasn't it a little bit How, over 120 million dollars right i don't think i mean you said it was kind of made and then all of a sudden like everybody in the world loved that movie like well it came out blew up it was around a 30 40 million dollar bu- uh, budget production budget that doesn't include uh, advertising and marketing and then it was it made around this it made its money up in the first weekend 
if not the, if not two weekends, and then quickly went over a hundred million dollars. Nice. And that and since it had it it took place uh, uh, over in Europe, then you have you have a foreign market for it, and the foreign market nowadays is the big reason why a lot of these big budget movies are getting made. Well, Liam Neeson's foreign, isn't he? Was he from England? Um, he's from somewhere. I feel like I feel like he makes movies and and like and like he doesn't even try to hide his accent. Like even if he's a, supposed to be an American, he yeah. just fucking talks in his regular voice, and nobody gives a shit, right? That's he's great. great. Nobody questions him. Accents crack me up. I love I, I love him. I do. I, yeah, he's he's from like uh, Ireland or some shit. Or, I'm looking it up right Wales, now. Maybe? Uh, as far as the movie goes, Man. yeah, it's uh, there's okay. a Taken three coming out. Yes, there is. Uh, what? All right. As like far as ta- as far as Taken Two goes, it's yeah. all right. The death he, he killed he killed oh, an awful man. lot of he killed an awful lot of people in the first one, and apparently he, you okay there, champ? Yes, yeah, He killed an awful lot of people in the first one. Yeah. One guy he stuck to an electric chair and uh, left him there with the power on. Uh, well, apparently that pissed off his dad uh, pissed off that guy's daddy, and that uh, guy went took a bunch of Albanians over to uh, Istanbul and um, tried to. Pretty much kill the entire family. Istanbul, um, so Constantinople. It's not as fast paced as the first one, but there's a lot of good scenes. Uh, Liam Neeson does his thing. Solid three star movie. Nothing fantastic about it, but um, you know what? If you like the first oh. one, you'll like the second one. It's not as cheesy as a lot of people claimed it was. It's not cheesy. What Taken Two is cheesy apparently. What? It's not. Hey, we got br- breaking news right here. I don't know if you saw this. Breaking news. Okay. Yeah, Steven Seagal. I guess is uh dead? No, he blasts Liam Neeson saying he's not a real action movie guy. Like what? This, yeah, he says right here, it looks like uh, he can't fight. He's not an action movie guy at all, and he's getting action movies now. So that should tell you something. He's not. He is. He's a great dramatic actor. He's not an action guy. You know what it tells me? It tells me you're a douche. Says he's not a fighter. He's not a great warrior. What's up with that? Dude, Liam Neeson's a badass, um, man. He like, has he, a certain set of skills, guys. Think about Liam Neeson. Like, you just said Taken, right? Two Taken movies. Oh, yeah, by who, the way, uh, who, who lost their wife the same year that Taken came out? Liam Neeson. Yeah, did. that's true. So, hey, yeah. Seagal, Ireland. why don't you yeah. shut your so, mouth? And the thing, too, about Liam Neeson, who, Liam Neeson is, what is he in? Uh, Star Wars. Who does he train? Oh, that's right. Darth Vader. Okay. <laughs> what else is he in? He's the fucking lion in Narnia. What he's else? He's, and he's also... Uh, he was, he, he was Rob Roy. He was in the movie. Yeah. He just he did the movie Unknown. He he's, did Taken um, Two. He did Taken One. He's in A Million Ways to Die in the West. He's a leader in he's, Battleship. I he mean, was come in, on, leader in Battleship. He was in Nonstop, the airplane thriller, and he's got a lot of other things he's coming like, up. He's like Liam Neeson is a great, intense ego, and he has an ego. But you know what? His ego uh, belongs dude, in movies. He's Liam Neeson. You know what else he was too? He's also fucking Dark Man. No, yeah. a lot of people forget you know about what? that shit. And as far as Steven Seagal's career goes. His fell out of a plane in a movie called Executive Decision, so he needs to shut his mouth what as far up? as making comments about Liam Neeson. But I saw a thing like when I was saying about Liam Neeson being like, there was like a little skit online or something that somebody put together, like they said that like Liam Neeson, you know, he was like I said, he was, you know, the Jedi. Uh, I can't remember the the name of the line from Narnia, um, but he was that, and he's the head of, he's like the head, he's like he's in another movie too where he's like the main the main guy, like the leader of something. I can't remember what it was though. Liam, Liam Neeson, Neeson is far more marketable lately than. Bri- yeah, yeah, we say that's what he said. I didn't like Rob Roy, but he was good in it. But Liam Neeson's awesome, though. I love, oh, I love they, him as an actor. He played uh, Michael Conley too in the Michael Conley movie. Okay. He was also. Did uh, you Michael Conley in the Michael Conley movie? Liam Neeson is a far right now. Steven straight Seagal up, can suck as it. far as box office goes, he's far more marketable than uh, than Bruce Willis ah. and Johnny Depp. 
Well, I mean, I mean Depp's not an action guy. No, um, no. I mean marketing. Bruce market, Willis is probably one of the the ultimate mark, uh, bit, you know, action guys of all time. No, because you can do so little. You can do so much with so little when it comes to Liam Neeson. His movies gross anywhere from fifty to one hundred million dollars in, in domestic box office. Bruce Willis is having a t- uh, having a tough time getting his movies done correctly. Bruce Willis is getting old too, though. You know what I mean? Like you fall into the right role, like you said. Like Taken was kind of a you know a, a surprise hit. Taken was everybody a liked it. Taken two, Taken two comes out. You know we got Taken three, the Tookening. You know so. <laughs> You know, and um, Johnny Depp's movies are getting killed right now. Oh, yeah. Johnny it, Depp tries too hard. That's his problem. Well, their production budgets for Johnny Depp movies are way too high. You know why Johnny Depp tries too hard and keeps making all these bad movies? Why? Because he gets paid a gajillion dollars to make every one of them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, because when you pay Johnny Depp, you, ch- you pay Johnny Depp in front-end box office. You, I mean, excuse me, you pay him on the front-end. So he's, right away, he's $25, $30, 40000000 million right off the bat. Yeah, for sure. Just like Adam Sandler. He's paid $25 million right off the bat. For every shitty Sandra movie. Sandra Bullock. Did I say that right? Sandra Bullock. She, was, she made $70 million off of Gravity. Wow. But, but, that was off the back end. So she invested in the project. She, she got made pay- $70 million off her ass? $70 million. $70 million oh. off of Gravity. But that was from the back end gross. That's how a lot of, mov- a lot of these movies oh. get made. Because Gravity did not cost over $100 million to make. I know. You have, you have her and Clooney how and did, Spaceship. How did that not cost over $100 million with the, the uh, special effects? Um, well, here's the thing. From what I understand, um, shot it from what I've read now. about, it's all about time. How long it takes to make the movie. Because it's not so much paying the actors. It's the daily allowance that you are paying out the grips, the producers, the catering, the sets, the permits, the police presence. Because in, especially in Los Angeles, you have, there's a lot of taxes and stuff, and if, you have, and if you have to pay people to be there, or you have to film somewhere, well, you have to hire a police officer, and that police officer has to get paid overtime. Then there has to be lunch. If you have kids, if you have kids in, in the uh, studio, they have to have a tutor in hand. That's got to cost money. So every day that, you ha- that this film takes <clears throat> is millions of dollars. Like, for example, the new Transformers movie costs $30 million less than 30 to $35 million less than the last two that were made. I think we just found a Transformer. The reason is number one, the movie is actually shorter. The new Transformers is shorter than the other ones. And two, it probably took less time to make because Mark Wahlberg, I think, is is a lot more focused when it comes to an actor. And I think he was a lot easier to... I think he can take the shit that Michael Bay gives. And I think that's why, number one, he went from doing Pain and Gain with Michael Bay to doing a Transformers movie with Michael Bay. So that's why these movies are taking... They cost so much to make because you have the set production. Like most of these... um, the, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. The sets were gigantic. The cast was huge. Yeah. The supporting cast behind it was massive. And the time it takes to make those movies is ridiculous. And that's why those movies are bombing lately because people do... people The ticket prices are expensive and people are more choosy and there are more options out there. Um, so you have to make a movie. If you're going to make a big budget movie, you got to make it right. Otherwise, the film moviegoers are going to say, fuck you, there's way more options out there. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that was my, re- I don't know where we, how we got on that topic, but that was actually quite information. That, that was my review where I did, yeah, oh, you did review it, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Straight Tooken 2. Tooken 2, yeah, Taken 2 was, uh, it was cool. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Not as much cheese as you think it was. It was pretty much a straight thriller, and that's pretty much that. All right, Mark, you're up to bat. You're Swing, up, bitch. man. Yeah, no, I was going to say, um... You're gonna say something, I think I Mark Wahlberg made like number three. Got like three and a half John Hams, ham and eggs on the Jan, John Ham meter for uh, 
bulge. <laughs> I don't know. I saw my, my last night. I was like doing like this thing on the internet. Like, well, so you gotta check this out. It was like top ten um, male bulges. Male bulges, and they I were, didn't. I didn't click on it. No, they were rated. They were rated by John Ham faces. You know, you know, obviously because John Ham's got yeah. you know the, the best bulge pictures allegedly. But Wahlberg <laughs> was on the list though, so. He's a, he was a big dude. He, he was good like, in pain and gain too. He got like three and a half hams or whatever. So he was like he was like a bane. He had like bane type bulk. He wasn't. He was yeah. Cut. He's all he's all upper body. Is he still yeah, with uh, Jenny McCarthy? Huge. Who? Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's been married for years. Yeah, he's like one of those guys that's like dedicated. He's, yeah, he's dedicated. He's a he's a he's a he's a man of Christ. He doesn't go you fame know? and you know drop his woman. You know, like most guys. Yeah, do, he doesn't. So. He he even has he doesn't he's even dating. You know what he does? McCarthy. No, Mark Wahlberg. Brian Urlacher was for a while. No, Mark. Yeah, because she was on that Wahlburgers show. Maybe she was just on No, it probably, like, it was probably Donnie. Yeah, no way. You know, no you way know Donnie. Donnie. Oh, no way maybe Wahlberg. it is Donnie. It wasn't, dude. Mark Come Wahlberg. on. Mark Wahlberg's been married and happy, I guess, maybe, for years. Yeah, maybe it is Donnie. Right. Donnie's dating Jenny McCarthy. Let she's like, see. she's just what? Downgrading her system here. It is Donnie. Okay, I'm a douchebag. It's Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, come on. Let's, let's give Mark Wahlberg all the credit. Mark Wahlberg has turned his life around ever since the Marky Mark age. He's done everything right. And the Funky Bunch. He's got a great personality. He's dedicated to his church. Yeah, dedicated to his family. He's a good. He's a good interview on the Dan Patrick Show. Um, and let's face it, he brought you Entourage. So no talking shit about him. Yeah. Steven Seagal, fuck him. Well, I like Steven Seagal. You know, license to license that's who. That's how no, we got uh, on this topic. Time to kill. What is it? What was it? Hard to kill and uh, Out for Justice. Pretty good. Steven. Seagal what was the last movie. good Steven Seagal movie? Glimmer Man. Out for Justice. <laughs> I'm gonna say. The, I'm gonna say the Glimmer Man was 92? his last good movie. Know. Yeah, because that's when he could afford uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans. So, uh, all right. So what I was gonna say when you asked me, like, well, I was just gonna bring in. I, I listened to a couple sound, a couple of albums this week. I uh, really got into the. We were just talking about John Hamm. I want to really see the new that million dollar art movie. Uh, Disney movie, I think it's rated like PG or something like that. Um, yeah, it's not gonna be. Uh, they had to CGI out uh, John Hamm's well, penis. Well, I mean, they made him wear Fruit of the Loons, probably. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is like I was just thinking this week, like how awesome a game. I know we're not like a sports talk thing, but I just want to take a minute to like recognize baseball is probably one of the like my favorite game. I mean, I'm a basketball guy, I love you know coaching stuff, but baseball is probably one of the best, the best sport, I think. You know what the best part about baseball is? When it's over, football comes. Oh, um, <laughs> I know you're watching a show from like uh, 15 years ago. No, no, no. Well, I cut just, you off. Just, yeah, just, just, um, was it uh, Ladybug with uh, I, Nathan Lane? Can I finish up with the, with the John Hamm thing here? So, Million Dollar Arm. Um, I'm sure you've finished up plenty of times. For anybody, for anybody that, that, that likes listening to movie soundtracks like I do, uh, I would recommend Million Dollar Arm soundtrack. It's great. I, th- I think it's great. You have a good feeling about it. The music makes you feel like you're on the baseball field, and you know, it's the, you know you feel yourself. It's it's about 8 a.m. in the morning. The mist oh. is in the air. Sunlight's shining off the grass. I mean, you have that cool it's like feeling. Like the Hoosier soundtrack. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. no, it's great. We're on soundtracks. I got it. All right. Have you seen the trailer for Interstellar? Yes. No, no, but can I finish my soundtrack, or am I just this gonna is be, about am soundtrack. I being damned because I no. didn't watch Flight and uh? I'll get the flight later. Screw no, that. But have you seen soundtrack? You you talking about soundtracks and your your boy is Christopher Nolan, right? I can right? listen to the next soundtrack. I just want to you know, I want to give A R Rahman a little credit for the uh, Million Dollar Arm soundtrack. Yeah, go fantastic. ahead. Go so, ahead. I'll tell you something else. There's a little mix between a little Indian. I thought it was like Bollywood type music, but they they brought in wait like, like that. the the parts where they break out and they start dancing. They're like ah da 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 da. You know, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. I thought it was good. It was an upbeat album. I enjoyed it. Listened to it a few times. Yesterday. Have you actually watched like a Bollywood movie, like an actual? I, no, I've seen like, a lot of. Because like they take they take like ten minutes out of like the thing out of like the actual plot, 
and like the whole cast gets together and, and starts dancing dance. and singing. Yeah, I know. I've seen a lot. Of, I like watch a lot of it's, it's like the '60s hippie movies. It's, you know, they used to do that. No, Bollywood the, the production value is great. Yeah, yeah. Big Bang Theory did it one, yeah. one of that. And, and I am your friend. There's a lot of Bollywood dancing on uh, the show. So you think you could dance that? The music's actually better. Than do you that. actually do you like that kind of music? Uh, I don't normally listen to it, but for this album, I was like, all right, I want to. I, I was like, I want to see this movie. Oh, let me check the soundtrack. I was on Rhapsody. I was like, why not? Why not just listen to it? Nothing else to listen to. It was, it was a surprise, surprisingly good soundtrack. It was a mixture of like the Indian Bollywood type music with some nice guitar in there. Then it had some, you know, Disney um, singers. Uh, I think there's one like uh, Izzy Azaria. I don't know her last name, but. Is she a Disney singer? Yeah, I think so. She had a, like a song on there. It was kind of like a pop she, pop song. Isn't she like a rapper? I think so. Yeah, Australia. she did like a rap song on this. Was, I watched a video with yep. her and uh, that Adriana. Yeah. Oh, the Adriana Grande uh, from. Uh, yeah, they had. A new yeah, song. I used to watch that show. On they Disney, have a new yeah. song come out. Um, that's that song actually. I was reading an article in Rolling Stone. Is they they gave it a lot of credit. They said it was a really, really good pop song. Well written pop song that just, and it's up on the charts like right now. It's, yeah. It, it, like number one in like a, in like a day. They have just, um, everyone's loving it. So. But Darjeeling Limited yeah. has a decent soundtrack too. Like it has the Bollywood or not Bollywood, but like Indian music. Uh, Yep. put in there with like kink songs just yeah like, and that's, Rolling Stones that's kind of how this was yeah. there was like a song where there was a, there was a lady doing a nice thing and it was kind of like a country type song with that guitar in it yeah. and I was like this is really well put together and the songs that make you feel like you're like okay it's like the name of the track was you know the, the first pitch or something like that right and you can feel in the soundtrack that you know these guys are trying to become baseball players and and, and not watching the movie yet, but like just being able to listen to the soundtrack made me feel like I was like kind of in the movie. It was cool. Like I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's cool. You uh, like I said, you mentioned uh, trailer. Interstellar. Interstellar soundtrack. Uh, that's your boy Christopher Nolan directing it. Now, of course, right, with McConaughey's with in that, right? McConaughey's in that. McConaughey. Um, what happens is basically the world essentially gets to the point where we run out of food. And uh, the whole the whole catch line is that we may have been born on this planet, but we weren't meant to die here. Now, of course, with Christopher Nolan comes Hans Zimmer, so Hans Zimmer is going to have a whole soundtrack to that. Uh, he's talked. Hans uh, briefly talked about how he's kind of moving away from the heavy drums and the loud sounds that you heard in Inception and Dark Knight, and he's going to come with kind of a new approach because that's been all been done now. So uh, look for a whole new. Look for a whole new uh, a whole new sound coming from the movie Interstellar with Hans Zimmer as the director. Well, Hans, I mean, Zimmer, Hans Zimmer as the uh, he's composer. one of my favorites. So. He is awesome. Hans Booby. <laughs> Shoot the glass. <laughs> uh, so that's what I had on that. Clay, Bill Clay. <laughs> Let's see what else they talk. I did. Uh, I also did watch Flight last night. Uh, Flight was on. Flight was Flight is all is available on Netflix. It's about a pilot who basically essentially saves everyone aboard when an aircraft uh, hydraulic pump fails and the whole thing goes into a uh, goes into a dive and he by inverting the plane uh, saves almost everyone on the plane but apparently he has an alcohol problem and that causes all kinds of Denzel Washington type issues and uh, it towards the end it's more up and down um, I don't know they could have gone so many directions with the end of the movie it's a good movie but I don't know. It, it, it's not. It's it definitely not an, an Academy Award winner like Mud could have been or Twelve Years a Slave, which I haven't seen because I'm well. I guess I'm just. I guess the whole slave movie thing is played out. <laughs> you know, I uh, um, 
shit, what were you just talking about? Flight. I heard yeah. that uh, in Flight, if you took the first 20 minutes, the first, like, 40 minutes of the movie, yep. and the last 40 minutes of the movie, it would have been fucking great. But then all the stuff you know in the what, middle... You know what, you're totally... You're right, because the beginning of the movie is... Um, the beginning of the movie is like, what? Yeah. It, it's, it, there's a lot of drugs, there's a lot of nudity, there's a lot of just mess before... And this is all... And there's, and there's no real... It's just like, oh, you know, these people have these problems, and these people have these problems. Oh, and they all come on. They all get on a plane together, and then the plane <laughs> goes nuts. And then, and then the end of the movie, they could have given it a happy ending, but Denzel movies never have happy endings. But, anyways, um, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back with some news and probably some Mark shit. <laughs> Welcome back to the fucking podcast. Way to go, Mark. <laughs> Can we all just quit screaming? All right, let's get apartment? to the news before Mark ruins something else. Okay. Yeah, I'm pissed. Turn it down. All right, yeah, I'll turn it down. Turn it down by turning on the volume. All right. Anyways, fucking Our City Go-Go. If you're looking for the latest independent artists and entertainers, simply select the city closest to you at rcitygogo.com. With new content and community events at the forefront that your friend Mark doesn't tell you about beforehand, is the easiest way to find out what's happening in your area. Don't stay home. Be in the know with Our City Go-Go. Visit rcitygogo for more information. All right, let's get to some news. I'm sure you guys already heard about this one, but I'm going to let you know. What is it? Bill Murray crashed a random bachelor party, and it was glorious, apparently. I haven't seen the video. I can't find the video. I'll give you a quick pop about it. Bill Murray has a history of popping up in the strangest places, because let's face it, Bill Murray does what he wants. Whether tending a bar at the South by Southwest or joining a karaoke group on the fly, you never know where he might be. Uh, by the way, this is courtesy of E! Online, Donna Dickens. His latest sighting was in Charleston, South Carolina over Memorial Day weekend. Uh, groomed to be Stephen and 20... Stephen! Stephen. And 20 of his closest friends got together to celebrate his impending nuptials. They had no idea that they were about to be about to pick up the most famous party crasher of, of, uh, of a generation. Murray delivered a speech about love and gave some great advice regarding what the point of, the, of a bachelor party really is. So uh, there's Bill Murray again, up to his old tricks. You know what's cool about that story too is they kind of, they kind of pestered him. Like they went down and they tried to, they saw him, they tried to send him drinks. He said, "No, thank you. We don't want drinks." And then he went, they went down and tried to get him to come up to the party, and he's like, "No, no, I'm not coming up." And then like 20 minutes later, he actually did come up or whatever. So it was cool that he like he didn't just, didn't get bugged out about the people. You know, like uh, um, Calhoun. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah when that was pretty funny. so we got kind of kicked out of that restaurant. Yeah, when 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 Shrek tried to <laughs> try to send over some. <laughs> yeah. Try to send over drinks to Calhoun. It wasn't him; it was somebody else. Oh, was it? He was yelling the whole time, like Calhoun, and it like. Because <laughs> everybody loves. And their we were like, we get like some more beers, and the guys like, no, the, you know, the bartenders asked to cut you guys off. We're like, what? Oh, speaking of that, last night at the bar, right? Um, we're at the bar. We're, we're just like sitting in a corner. We're not loud at all. We're not doing anything wrong. We just had like literally the most anybody had was three drinks while we were there. Yeah. And the, this kid I was with goes outside to smoke a cigarette, right? Mm -hmm. He goes outside and then we're just sitting there and all of a sudden I see this big steroided out dude with like a shaved mohawk walking over to our table. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And I look away. And then all of a sudden he, he look up and he's there. 
And he's like, uh, do you guys have somebody with you? And I was like, uh, yeah. And he goes, is this the gentleman? And you just see my fr- the, the kid back there like, hey, guys. And he's like, they, they said that he had too much to drink and we had to leave. And I was like, we're just sitting here. We didn't do anything. And, um, and the guy's like, we're like, well, we just ordered two, you know, two more drinks. Can we have our drinks or can you cancel them? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll cancel them. And then all of a sudden our waitress brings our drinks over. So we're like, well, what the fuck do we do? So anyway, we had to sit there while... He got us kicked out of the bar, and he said all he did is go out there and smoke and try to walk back in, and they wouldn't <laughs> let him back in the bar. And then so the waitress comes over. There's like eight people there having food and drinks or whatever. And uh, the way that she split up the bill put $80 on my credit card. Jeez. I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. But I didn't want to mess with it because we had to leave. So Now are you going to be hanging out with this person again in the future? Uh, I would imagine eventually, but like, yeah. So might see, not want to do that. No, <laughs> probably not want to do that. He did, cash. He didn't even do anything though. You know, no, yeah, I no. actually, I actually believe him though because he he was he was saying the same thing. I thought like, dude, you know, like they know me well enough to know that I'm I'm drunk enough that I would actually admit it if I fucked up. Were they stumbling around outside. Or Chances no, are he yes. Just, he was literally just there. Mm. I don't buy He something. was pretty drunk, but he didn't well, then there you go. Maybe the bouncer didn't like him. Maybe he knew him, didn't like him or something. That could be. You never well, yeah. know. Maybe he has a tendency of doing this more often. Yeah, the guy was nice about it and everything, and we yeah. we didn't like cause of. Well, know, then there you go. Then chances are, if the bouncer was nice about it, the bouncer was right. Probably. So Usually anyway, it's the I asshole to... bouncers that are about five foot four and weigh like two twenty five. Those are the dicks you want to. Yeah, so watch I I basically yeah. bought everybody drinks. I, I I purposefully only ordered three drinks so I wouldn't have to charge too much money. It was going to be like twelve bucks. Nope, eighty. Wow. I know, right? I would have. I mean, I would have been like, what the? I, I mean, know. we make like what? I mean, what did you bring in last year because of this podcast? Like three, four hundred thousand, four mil, yeah, four mil, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, endorsements and shit. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe you should have stayed home and watched a movie. Eighty dollars, eighty dollars, shit. <laughs> no, just my water endorsement alone yeah. makes me like you know two million a year. So exactly, yeah, all that Fiji, good times. Uh, next news story: Channing Tatum got drunk, vandalized a store with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Sounds about right. Cool. guys hang out. Now, this obviously isn't recent. This is a while ago. Uh, quote, I've never seen him since then. Channing Tatum and Shia LaBeouf became fast friends before filming 2006. Quote, A Guide to Recognizing Your Saints. Uh, new story courtesy of Jack Johnson by E. Or is it E? Uh, sure, let's call it E. Uh, in fact, just before the cameras rolled, the young co-stars enjoyed a wild night of debauchery. Quote, Me and Shia... I think we just had met that day, Tanning34, said in a just-released GQ excerpt. We were like, what shall we go out and do? We were drinking, and I think our initial thing was, all right, let's go out and try to get in a fight. <laughs> this yeah, was just the young, dumb, idiot actors that thinking that it's, it's going to bond us because we'll shed blood together, blah, blah, blah. I've never seen him since then. Quote, Tanning was supposed to be in the head honcho in the movie, so he goes, all right, you see that bookstore? Somebody throw a rock. Let's break in and steal his Spider-Man bookmark. <laughs> and Peter and me look at each other like, dude, what? Are you fucking kidding me? According to LaBeouf. <laughs> Tanning then broke the plate glass window, setting off the security system. He grabs <laughs> the bookmark and jets, quote, quoted by uh, Shia LaBeouf, told the magazine. So now you've got your, these little actors running around down the street in New York freaking out. At the time, Tanning's rep t- said that LaBeouf's version of the story was, quote, inaccurate. <laughs> Tanning, Tatum now admits to committing an act of vandal- vandalism. Quote, I definitely kicked in a window that night, <laughs> but it wasn't Barnes & Noble. Just a window, he says, adding clarity to the bus story. I was running. And then it goes on to talk about the, the additional Is antics. Is he pulling a, um, 
Oh. Is Shia LaBeouf pulling uh, a Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, is he? I mean, is he like just acting mm, like this? Or no. Because he, he's kind of going nuts. No, he's not really... Here's the thing. Shia LaBeouf is not really going nuts. I think he's just <clears> one of those personalities who just doesn't... is not really into... The, he didn't want to be an... Uh, he talks about in the beginning he didn't really want to be a star to begin with. Uh, and he then really don't be an actor. Then don't yeah. be on Even Stevens on Disney. Yeah, fuck you. Well, he did it. He did it straight up originally to just get. He needed money, and of course, if you can make a lot of money, he was in like Hollywood. Sick. Dude, I, I I I can't listen to these actors. who are like, oh, I just want to be left alone. It's like then don't make movies anymore. Fuck well, you. Did you're you guys a millionaire. See the Suck clips? it up and deal with it. It's part of the job. Jesus. Did you guys see the clips of the uh, art art installation he did? Now he's a fucking artist. Why? Because he's a millionaire. No, this is what he did. Literally, he he tweeted it out. I guess, and so people were lining up around the 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 block to go see it. And basically, it's one person at a time. And you 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 would walk in the room. Somebody videotaped it. You'd walk Mm -hmm. in the room, and there's a person sitting there at a table just like us with a bag over his head, and it says, "I'm sorry." And then so then people took off the bag, and it's Shia LaBeouf, and he was sitting there crying like the whole time, and the guy's like. Interview. He was like, "What? Why are you doing this?" And he just he wouldn't say anything. And so you got like five minutes alone with Shia LaBeouf sitting there crying, and then you left. Like that was. Really That's money well spent, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it, I don't know what the hell that was about. You want to? Here's a kid that was a child actor who's been doing what everybody's been telling him for like the longest time, and then he finally and now he finally breaks out of his shell, and he's a fucking psycho because everybody's <laughs> been uh, telling him what to do for the last 20-something years. Yeah, maybe. Now we all got to feel sorry for him. Why? Because he's a millionaire and he's got problems? Now, first of all... Welcome some, to the real world, buddy. I don't think anybody's felt sorry for him. I don't. No, I don't. You know what? You got to remember, this is all reporting, so this could be sensationalized and No, stuff I saw like the that. video on YouTube. Oh, that? No, that I don't care about. He's an, <laughs> he's an actor. Actor do, actor do, actors do weird things sometimes. But then again, so do we. You know, we fly. Yeah, but if I if I sat in a booth with a bag on my head crying, nobody would give a shit. That's the problem. You guys want to move on to a happier story? If you sat on Shia LaBeouf. Actually, before we Shia get um, they uh, I just want to say real quick that Josh, uh, if for, for those of you Marvel fans, you probably already know, but Josh Brolin has been tapped to play Thanos. What? Uh, who was first seen in the Avengers? The, uh, the what Avengers. a shock, Mark. Yeah. Thanos. Huh? So uh, I'm actually ex- I'm actually excited for the fact that we are going to see more of Thanos and that they're kind of. You know, getting it to us a little faster than we hoped, but that's pretty much it. Anyways, let's get to a happy news story. You guys know who Lavar Burton is, of course. I do. Reading Rainbow. He also played. Uh, he was on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Mark, mm-hmm. you were a Next Generation guy, right? Yeah, a little bit. What was it? What was Lavar Burton's character's name? Oh, wasn't it? We had the, those glasses. On. I can't remember his fucking name though. And he had. He was on. Um, Sh- oh, Shorty. No, it wasn't Shorty. Shorty. He was Jordy. on. He was on. Wasn't it Jordy? It wasn't, uh, it wasn't Data, and it wasn't Wesley Crusher. It was. I think it was, <laughs> I think it was Jordan. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. He was on Community a few times too. It was yeah, pretty funny. Big bang Anyways, here's his too, yeah. here's his news story. Lavar Burton's quote reading Rainbow Kickstarter. He did a Kickstarter. Exceeds the goal on the first day. He raised like a million dollars on the first day. First day. Yeah. Reading Rainbow made its TV debut back in 1983. A simple idea. Use television to keep kids reading. This is uh, from CNN by uh, Jamie Gumbrick. Uh, the, the television show to keep kids reading during the summer by urging them to take a look in a book. The popular public, public television show ended its run in 2009. Damn. That's actually not long ago. No. Uh, but the host and the actor, LeVar Burton, hasn't stepped away from children's literacy or the ideas behind the beloved show. On Other Wednesday, opinions. Burton launched a $1 million Kickstarter campaign hey, to raise money. Stop shaking the table. Oh, sorry. <laughs> to raise money for, the, for a web-based digital library of Reading Rainbow, books and videos. It exceeded that $1 million mark by the end of the first day. Burton said the new tool will allow more children and educators to access Reading Rainbow materials. 
beyond those using the popular reading rainbow mobile app those web ver the web version will be accessed through a subscription but aims to provide reading rainbow f for free to disadvantaged classrooms that's pretty cool how about when uh <laughs> when jimmy fallon did the reading rainbow soundtrack as jim morrison of the doors he's like reading rainbow <laughs> have you heard that no. so fucking awesome um so that's pretty cool I, I remember watching Reading Rainbow when I was a kid, too. Mm -hmm. I don't, I was, what was that, PBS? Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. I remember that, and then there was, a sh there was like a show where the guy dresses like some kind of Star Trek-y captain, and he taught you how to draw, and so like he would make like these like cartoony like alien ships, and then you're going to build a, a, a big uh, castle on the alien ship, and it was pretty awesome. Who was that? I don't know, man. I only watched it like one summer, but it was like my shit. Like I got my draw my cut my drawing book out. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. It was well, sweet. Those old shows that you used to love. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it. Like I had one a couple years ago where I was like, all right, there's a show I watched when I was a kid. And it was this guy, and he was like, he was kind of like a space ranger type guy. And he had like a suit on with a with a laser gun. Oh, you showed me that shit. Right, and I was like. And he, but he had a buddy that was like a tank guy, you know, with a big <laughs> gun. And, and then there was a girl in the show, and they had a spaceship. And I was like, you know, what the hell is this? And I, I taught everybody that would listen. I'd be like, do you know anybody know, remember this show? And everyone's like, nah, I don't remember that show. So like a year ago or so, I finally like figured out what show it was. And it was Captain Power <laughs> or Powers. What a generic the, name. the Soldiers of the Future. Uh-oh. And uh, it, it only lasted like one season, I guess, on TV because it was... Um, stupid? No, it wasn't stupid, <laughs> but... It was a, one of the first TV shows to introduce CGI, or it might have been the first show to have CGI on, mm. a, on a TV show. But, and it just got way too expensive. They couldn't, every episode cost way more than they were making on it. Just that makes the sense. CGI yeah. was like brand new and stuff. And if you, you go to YouTube and like uh, search the, the starting for it, it's like a minute and a half, two minute long starting. Mm -hmm. And the CGI is fucking terrible though. Like, <laughs> you know, for today. But it was like, you know, late 80s, I think, in this, this show. It was, you know, it was pretty interesting. Did you guys ever see that, uh, that, a game show that was on uh, Nickelodeon around right around the same time as like all the other ones like Legends of the Castle and stuff but they there was a game called like Arcade Wars or something oh, and it was familiar, it was yeah. like all video game challenges and Oh reboot? No, not reboot. It was reboot like a game was a lot show. like that idea though. Yeah, well reboot was they were inside the they were inside they were inside like a game universe yeah. and then they would get these blocks and they get stuck Well, in this games is one of them where they make the little teenagers Tron. They make the little teenagers dress like idiots, and then they play video game yeah, challenges, okay. and it's pretty awesome. Oh, how about the Wizard, that Disney movie? Or not Disney, a Nintendo movie? Fred, Sa Fred Savage is in it. What's it called? No idea. Fred Savage oh. takes in this, like, little autistic kid or something, and and he goes... <laughs> the movie? Yeah, and he goes into, like... Fred Savage was, like, 12, and they go to the Nintendo Championships or something. Oh yeah! yeah and then they broke yeah, out yeah. the. And he's like, "Oh my God, he's got the power glove." I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they I, got I, to play. It was like a big advertisement it. for Super Mario Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, which was I, I which was actually a very yeah. good Super Mario. There's some like those movies when we were kids that you think about that are awesome. Yeah. Like what was that? Like remember the one with the kid in the spaceship and he fell down, fell off the little hill into a brook, and then that was. Like, um, and then he's in the spaceship and things talking to him. He's like flying through everything. Uh, what's her face is in it? Um, that was an awesome movie. The, the 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 girl that's married to. Fuck me, she's really famous. Um, the girl Sex in the City. What? Uh, Jessica Parker. The horse. Parker? Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Matthew Broderick is in that. No, Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. She is. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the movie. It was oh. awesome. It was like in a space. Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it 
That movie was awesome. Flight of the Navigator. You never Flight of the Navigator? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. How sick was that movie? And he's and he's I there in like the spaceship like morph shapes and it has two yeah, shapes. It has it has ass. speed mode. <laughs> it has speed mode where it basically turns into a tri like a tri- yeah. triangle, and then it has uh, floating mode where it's kind of like a little Goodyear blimp. But it's totally Man, chrome. Just, it like, has more it. chrome than like an LA yeah. Honda Civic. Yeah. You know what, guys? This actually reminds me of one of the challenges I was thinking would be really fun, is if we all took time to like pick one of our. Okay, Take time. It takes three uh, seconds. No, it doesn't. Okay. I, I all say right. that because we do we it. all take time, right? One of these weeks, and we pick one of our favorite movies that, from when we were kids. From when we were kids. And then know. we see we have like we all three watch them, and then we see which oh, one. Which, I, I already know what I'm picking. Which one holds up the best? Oh man, I already know what movie I want. All right, what do you got? Did you have one in mind? Yeah, I do. You do. Yeah. I'm gonna go with my movie was Masters of the Universe. Oh, <laughs> I sick. love that movie. Mine's Three Amigos. Okay. Wow. I've seen that, but it's been a long time, so I'd have to rewatch it. Um, I don't know where you're going to get Masters Universe. Though. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Off the top of my head, I would have to say either Trading Places or Caddyshack. Uh, From your childhood? Yeah, come on. Those are two Those classic. are like adult movies. Dude, Three Amigos is almost So you cheating, want me to go kid version? You want me to go like PG or PG-13? Well, Wait, no, because so Three like, Amigos... we got to get an age group. We'll yeah, because Three Amigos... early and move up. Three go through the generations. Like, we got... We have like at least three... I watched some, watch some questionable stuff. Okay, so then I'll rock... How about Goonies? All three of us are 30. Okay. Or close to. I was never a big fan of the Goonies. We could go, we could say, what was your favorite movie? What was a movie before you were 10 that you really liked? Then before you were 20, before you were 30. Hunt for, Hunt for Red October. No. What the fuck? I like your childhood. Who are you? Up. Like, the thing is, is like, Batman. I could come up with good movies before, yeah. like when I was a kid. All right, so that's the challenge. We'll 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 come up with one. We'll come up with them, and then we'll go, from, we'll go from it, there. Bring it next week, and well, well and, you know, and even if I have to, what we could do is I could I could always just buy a like a copy on half dot com on yeah, like yeah, yeah. Ma- I'm sure we get Masters Universe like five bucks. Yeah, like well, what year was Three Amigos? When did that come out? Uh, like early nineties. Late, I don't know because we loved it when we were kids. Masters of the Universe came out like eighty eight, eighty nine. I think that that was. Ooh, Karate Kid too, though. Oh fuck yeah, love that. All right, you guys ready? Dude, the Sandlot. Oh, I mean, the, the 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 list is gonna be endless. Oh, the Sandlot has aged. By the way, little. No, it hasn't. No, the Sandlot, dude. The movie takes place. The movie was in the nineties, and it took place in like the in like the. I was 50s, four 60s when Three Amigos came out. Eighty six. Okay, all right. How did Rotten Tomatoes give it a forty four? Fuck these guys. Yeah, that's my movie. Three Amigos. Well, it's not Rotten Tomatoes. Remember, it's the critics. Why no? All right. Masters of the Universe, 1987. Okay, okay. so... So I was seven when that movie came out. So, Corso, you yep. got to pick a movie that isn't like... Well, when I was a kid, I really liked the uh, Shawshank Redemption. Good old Andy. Because yeah, I saw this movie when I was like, you know, nine or ten probably. Andy DeLong. I will, uh, I'll have to look into that because, um... I saw a lot of R-rated movies when I was a kid, and I How guess about, I guess 48 Hours is out, so. Yeah, three, a little bit. Three Amigos, My Little Buttercup. <laughs> that movie's so great. Steve Martin, he's in that, right? Yeah. Like Steve Martin. I don't know, I have My Blue Heaven on DVD. Oh, that's a good, I like that one, too. I don't know that one. Steve Martin, he's like a crook, he's like a, was he like a robber or a crook or something he was, like that? He was an Italian mobster. Yeah, and he moves into a small town. Mm-hmm. It's got like all the normal 80s Rick act. Moranis is in it. Okay. Yeah. Does yeah. that qualify? Yeah. No, it's freaking, what's her face in it? Joan Cusack, is she in that too? Yeah, she's like six foot twelve. Remember the yeah. movie, remember the movie with him and he had the big ass nose and like Daryl Hannah played his wife? Roxanne. Yeah, that movie That's a was, weird movie. That movie was, I mean, there's, there's, there's all kinds of movies, like all the fucking John Candy movies, uh, right. Armed and Dangerous. Uh, Wait a minute, hold on. Oh, trains, planes, and automobiles. Trains, no, well, I, I got that. Like, there's, there's, there's the, there's, there's like bacon. 
Canadian like, Bacon. Yeah, he got Canadian Bacon. You got uh, Wagons East. Uh, that was the movie he died. That was his last what, movie. What other movies? John, John Keane did all kinds of stuff. He did uh, Armed and Dangerous was a good one. Um, he did uh, Cool Runnings. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, he there's, also, there's also the one where he was an author. Uncle Buck. Uh, Uncle Buck. <laughs> um, there was, what was the one where he, he played was Home like... Alone. Uh, he was in Home Alone at the end. Armed and Dangerous had Eugene Levy in it, right? Meg yeah. Ryan was in that. Uh, some, one other dude. All right, I guess I can't use Platoon. That's what was the one? Where, <laughs> what was the one where he was like on the on the, the the one where he was like a where he was like a private eye? Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. He was trying to solve the murder of like this girl's sister. Canadian. Del- was it Delirious? Was a good call. Delirious. <laughs> Canadian. Oh, how about the uh, Great Outdoors? Great Outdoors. <laughs> Great Outdoors has aged, but I gotta you got tell me that one. I have that. Great Outdoors has aged, but but uh, Dan Aykroyd's character was. Classic. All right, the so that's is, what we'll, like we'll movies, think of them. Movies can age, but if 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 it's like a movie like that, I don't. It's not gonna age, man. I mean, that's just. So okay, that's. We'll all think of one and pick one, Space and then balls. then we'll uh, text <laughs> each other which yeah. one we decide to use. All right, let's uh let's get to the birthday game since you guys have been tied up for a while. Mark took the first time, and you took the only second alone, time. Only hold on. Okay. Only alone. All right, we can say that. About trouble. <laughs> <laughs> John Candy movies. I have one more that I'm just gonna, I want to look for. So you know, uh, God damn it. You know, National Lampoon's oh, Christmas Vacation. Last one. Who's Harry Crumb? That was one of my favorite ones. That All was right. a good one. I got the music. I got music and entertainment. Muzak. All right. Eden. Um, All right. You guys ready for the Dan first clue? I got a. I got a few of them. Okay. So this is gonna. This can be a. This. There's definitely room for comebacks. Don't call it a comeback. Right. So I've been here for years. Here's the first clue. The mic, so this is. Suckers can hear. This is movies. Um, here's the first clip. So I married an axe murderer. Mike Myers. Shane. Mike Myers. Shane gets the point. Oh! oh. Stole it! Yep. I didn't say my stupid name. Say my yeah. name! Say my name! So guess what? Next time, say your name. Because we had a big argument about that last two weeks. Yeah, we did. I want a fucking buzzer. I'm going to buy some buzzers. All right. Okay, do that. All right. Second. Ready? What? Lord of the Rings. Shane. Oh, I know. I can't think of it. Time's up. Oh, Elijah Wood. Fuck. No. No. Ah, Fuck. Stop. Stop. Second clue. Rudy. Rudy. X Men. Oh, X Men, because I don't know. X Men. Oh, shit. Wait. Xavier. No, he's not. Time's up. Yeah, he is. No, it's um. Time's up. Mark, what's uh? I don't know. I Ian McKellen. See, I yeah, told Ian you. Ma- yeah, but it's not Xavier. He's that's Magneto. Well, my oh. I mean, my, my other clue could have been he's gay. I thought it was Sean yeah. Sean a- Sean Austin. Uh, right, Austin's screwed. You mean Rudy? Sean Austin. Austin. Sean. Oh, he's Rudy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Sean Astin. <laughs> no, Sean he's just Rudy. Right. I don't know. What you hear what Joe Montana said about Rudy? Yeah, what? said it was stupid. It was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I told you that a long time ago. Remember I heard, you got I pissed heard at it me? on the radio. All right, Mar- uh, Shane is up one to nothing. He actually hates the movie. Actually, second, this is music. I know you. Right, you'll it. probably know when I say it too. Here it is. Here's the clip. The Fugees. Shane. Shane. Lauren Hill. Thirty nine today. Oh, I thought it might and be. And I think class. she's insane now. Why clap? She's touring again. Mm-hmm. I saw she's well, going to be in Kansas City. She doesn't like white people, right? All so. right. This is, mo- this is movies. Yeah, that, one, up that one thing. This yeah. one's movies. Ready? Second. Here's the first clip. Yeah. I don't have anything. I'm over. Batman Begins. Mark. Mark? Oh, man. I don't know. It's not Michael Keaton, is it? 
I said Batman Begins, so your answer Oh, is Batman Begins. So oh, no. Fuck. I was thinking Shane, Batman Returns Shane, to Liam Neeson. the other night. No. <laughs> Isn't he in that? Yes, he is, but it's not his birthday. <laughs> Liam Neeson's. All right. Bruce Willis? Oh, I, mean, I totally got Batman Begins because I was just saw that Se- Batman okay. Returns. Next, uh, next clue. Shit. The movie right. is Sunshine. I'll give you five seconds for this one because you guys haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't know. Great movie, though. I recommend it. All right. Sunshine Cleaning? Okay. Yeah, I know that one. You guys have the clues. Here's the last clue. Sunshine? Here's the last clue. Scarecrow. Mark. Mark. Oh, he's got like a... Ah, uh, I can picture him in my he's, head. He's I, in another movie that's shit. really good, too, called uh, The uh, Fields of Barley. Yeah, All right, time's he's up. in like Red Eye, too, isn't he? Cillian Murphy is yeah. 38 today, yeah. and Red Lights is a good movie. Name. Yeah, Cillian Murphy. He was no, in the Sunshine. No, he was Red in Red Eye. Just so I don't sound like an idiot, it's, the, the, wind, it's the wind that blows the barley. Okay. Uh, I also want to say happy birthday to Ray Stevenson. The wind blows the barley. Ray yeah, Stevenson is 50 it's, today. It's like an Irish... It's like an oh. Irish... Uh, okay. Um, war movie. Oh. <laughs> this one. All right. By the way, I think you're the one that's making the noise on the mic. My, mm, yeah, you're, I you're, have the weaker mic you're now. Moving, it's I have the weaker, weaker mic. I also want to say happy birthday Shut to Jamie up, Kennedy. Baby. Jamie Kennedy's 44. Wow. All right. Speaking of, oh no, that was Seth Green. I was watching some movie the other day, like a couple weeks ago. It was called uh, "Can't Buy Me Love." You ever, you ever heard about that the, movie? "Can't Buy Me Love." "Can't Buy Me Love." Remember yeah. that? All right. Here's and, the first. And, and uh, Seth Green is in that movie. He plays what's his face's younger brother. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a lot of those. Late Can't 90s Buy movies. Me Love was one of my favorite. Yeah, who's watched, the, who's that was that another guy? one we watched when we were Seth, Green, Seth Green's in a lot of those late nineties. Dempster. Ro- oh no. Uh, Ryan Dempster. Wasn't he a pitcher for the Cubs? No, 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 no. Dempsey. Oh, oh. Uh, Patrick Dempsey? Yeah, Patrick yeah. Dempsey's in that movie, and his younger is that, brother is that McDreamy? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. A, he's a nerd, and he pays yeah, the hot yeah, he blonde, pays the hot, yep. so she can get dry cleaning to re, or she, so she can get a new dress to buy to pay back her mom. Yeah, and he can get popular, right? Yeah, he yeah. was gonna buy a uh, telescope with it, right. but he bought her a dress and music yeah, yeah. and movies. So think about that clue. Can't buy me love. Here's the first clue: <laughs> the Hunger Games trilogy. Trilogy? Well. Actually, they're going to make it a four-part series, so whatever. Horology? Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. The Hunger Games. Mm, music, too, though? That's what's throwing me off. Mm-hmm. Five seconds. Yeah. Mark. Mark. Chris Martin? No. Coldplay? All right, what? They do a song on the soundtrack, I think. You guys are going to hate me when I tell you this. Time's up. Lenny Kravitz. Oh. Oh, yeah, he's a character Good in the first two. Turn 50. Yeah. Okay, that. here we go. Here's the next one. Um, spoiler alert, he dies in the second one. <laughs> I definitely have to, I haven't seen the second If you one. read the book, you know what happens to him. Yeah. All right. It's good shit. It's his ass beat. Here right. is the uh, fire, motherfucker. next one. Girl, this, okay, fire. Shane is still actually up one nothing, I think. Two. Two nothing. Because I, I stole one from Mark. Yeah, you did. All right, next clip. Fight Club. Oh, man. Shane. Go ahead, you got first. Edward Norton? No. Brad Pitt. No. Fuck. Helena Bonham Carter. Forty-eight today. Shane. Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name in that movie? T- oh. oh, bitch tits. Bitch, bitch tits. tits. Yeah. Bitch tits. All right. This is music. Wasn't Jared Leto in that movie as yes, well? Yes, he got his Fuck face Jared punched in. Leto. All right. Here it is. Here's the first clue. Silver Springs. What do you what's the, what do you want Music. for an answer? Music. I want the person's Ma- name, obviously. Mark. Is that Stevie Nicks? Sixty-six today. Good one. I wanted this to one's make for you, Daddy. Because I was gonna go with Fleetwood Mac as my second clue. Actually, this is gonna be my first clue. But then I was like, you know what? Let me give something a little more obscure. Because Fleetwood Mac, you guys would have immediately went after it. All right, here's the next. Uh, actually, I want to say a quick uh, 
Happy 65th to Pam Greer. Yeah, girl. All Jackie right. Brown. Music news. This Can one. You see that movie, Jackie Brown? I have it on my queue. Tarantino. That Here's the next fucking weird. <laughs> Here's the next clue. T L C. Shane. Left eye. Died in 2002. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three, one, I'm going to burn off Horizon sneakers and burn down oh, my house. Yeah. <laughs> Three, one, Shane. Here's the next clue. 20 years ago, maybe. 15. Uh, the Man Show. Is that Mark? Is that Adam Carolla was on that? 50 today. Uh, I was going to... Uh, I used to watch that, yeah. too, when that was on. Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla. What was the other guy? Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel, right? Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Both very successful. Way before those guys got big. They were, they, yeah, they they're huge. Show. They're yeah. big deal now. Yeah. I mean... That show just blew them up. Jimmy Kimmel. Ziggy, ziggy, ziggy. Hoy, hoy, hoy. Jimmy Kimmel's got his own, ne- you know, his own network yeah, uh, late night show, shit. and Adam Carolla's got his whole fucking giant empire that he's built from the ground up, so... In your mouth. I also want to say a happy birthday to Andre 3000. Turn Word. This week. Jimmy Hendrix in the new movie. Okay. Here's the first clue. First clue. I saw Mr. Think Jackson. carefully about this one. Okay. First clue. Iron Man. Shane. Gwyneth Paltrow. No. Shane. Chris Martin. It can't be uh, no. Mark. Uh, Tony Stark. <laughs> no. It's Good answer. All right. No. Shane. Next clue. Cheat him. Next Agent Coulson. <laughs> Next clue. Oh, Mark. No, just kidding. Jarvis. Oh, yeah, the guy that does the voice of Jarvis. I don't know who that is. Five seconds. Mark. Not Shane, Knight Rider. No, it's uh, Optimus Prime. <laughs> Paul Bettany. Oh, oh yeah, everybody knows that. Oh, okay. yeah, he's going to be right. in the Avengers movie. I want to say an, a very sexy, happy 46th birthday to Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Kylie Minogue. Kylie I, Minogue. I would do one of her songs, but I can't that for. That's disgusting. She is la, la, like a la, All right. I'll sing this. Here's uh, the next one. I'll sing this one out. Oh, please don't. I see a red moon rising. Shane Fogarty. The, uh, 69 John today. Fogarty. John Fogarty. Sued sued for sounding too much like Fogarty. <laughs> so he stupid. Was? Yeah, he was sued for sounding too much like himself. Because uh, uh, he gave the rights <laughs> to the rest of the guys in Credence because they were dicks and he wanted to leave the band. And so he gave the rights to his music to them. Yeah. And then they sued him for when he when made solo? a Yeah, when he made a song, they said it sounded too much like a song he wrote. It put me in, coach. I'm ready, I'm ready to play today. Alright. I wanna be Key and Peel. Next clue. Actually, I wanna say a quick happy birthday to Daniel Tosh, who's 39 today. I need to show, uh... Big hips, Daniel Tosh. Alright, next, uh, next, next person. Uh, this is music. Champagne Supernova. Oh. Shane. Shane? I'm gonna go Noel Gallagher. 47 today. The talented one. Yeah. Yeah, Noel, right? Liam Gallagher's just John, the next John Lennon, right? So. Yeah, apparently. I, I have something funny to show. Uh, um, Although I think Liam so. Gallagher was actually married to... Uh, <laughs> I thought of you the other day when I saw that. So stupid. That's awesome. It's, a car, it's like a drawing of the Ramones in a boat and says, Hey, ho, let's go. Voting. <laughs> so All right, next one. Nice. Composer. First clue? Batman. Mark, Hans Zimmer? No. Mark, I can't redo it, can I? No. no. Uh, 
Shane, um, Liam Neeson's okay. Now it's your turn. Is it? Yeah, because I don't know. Danny the... Elfman. Sixty-one today. That was going to get Dark it. Theater. Of Danny yeah, Elfman. I remember when I say these names, I give them movie names. I leave them exactly as. When I say Batman Begins, it's Batman Begins. When it's Batman, it's All right, that. It's good to know that information going forward. What do you mean? You, you'd be the one who would argue with me about that. I also I want to say a happy fifty-six to Chris. I, like I want to say a happy fifty-sixth birthday to Crazy Hair and that Benning. I think her and her husband basically just retired from acting a long time ago. Who's that? Annette Benning. Oh yeah. Anyways, let's take a we'll take Warren a quick break Bing. and we'll finish up the birthday game for recording. Okay. Anyways, where were we at? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Noel Gallagher, Danny Elfman. Happy birthday, Annette Benning. What's the score? Uh, I think you're winning three two. Anyways, three two. Happy birthday, CeeLo Green, Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. He's mm-hmm. forty today. Um. All right. Here's the next one. Okay. We got seven left. Seven solid. Jesus. All right. Rage against the machine. Shame. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with Zach Taylor Rocha. No. Fuck. Mark. Tom Morello. 50. 50. The Night Watchman. Would you uh, get up on that mic a little bit more? Yeah. Move your chair closer there. He also also did the uh, guitar for the... uh, Pacific Rim uh, theme song. Yeah, I did. Have you ever seen... He's like, he, apparently, he's been like touring with Bruce Springsteen for fucking ever because he's playing with his band now. Yeah. And he yeah. T- like there's a version of... Uh, they play a version of Ghost of Tom Joe to Bruce Springsteen's song. Marillo fucking destroys it. Great guitar. <laughs> it's awesome. All right, there's a movie quote for the next hint. Ready? Get off my lawn. Shane. Oh. Clint Eastwood. 83... Years old and can probably still kick your ass. Don't vote for Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Drive El Camino. All right, mm-hmm. we're going old school with this hint. You ready? Oh, what's uh, so what four two now? Yep. Oh no, Mark got Tom four Morello. Three. So it's four three. By okay. the way, when we re-listen to this, I think I'm up way more than that. Maybe, but you're still up either way. Okay. The Blue Lagoon. Shane Brooke Shields. Oh yeah. Forty eight today. Woo. Man, she was really pretty in in the Blue Lagoon. Yeah. Yep. God yeah. darn. She, she was like she was like sixteen. So well, yeah. She, she let's just say she's eighteen, that. so I can say she's that. Older than that well, she was naked in the movie, so. Yeah. But she was pretty in that movie, it was like man. Those, they always do like Return to the Blue Lagoon, and then they did like yeah, another. And neither had ne- no. neither had the originals. And there was some weird movie that like. It was a weird like movie. That. Well, that movie sucked anyway. <laughs> well, there was another one that was on recently. It was like a remake of the whole thing, but it was called something totally different. And like. For some reason, Lauren and I have watched it on like ABC Family. It was like, what the? Or it was I don't even know what it you was. You guys remember yeah. Swiss Family Robinson? Though? Yeah. Yes. The shit. All right, here's the next one. You ready? Alexander. Mark. Oh. Um. Uh, oh, what the hell is that guy? I don't know. I was gonna say. Uh, Colin Farrell. Boom. <laughs> 37 years old. The only other one I was thinking was Rosario Dawson, but I was like, I don't three know. more, Rosario three Dawson. more. You have the chance to tie and take the lead for the win. So okay. three more. You ready? Come Got it. Wake up. Stay C-more. focused. Stay focused. This is your. This is your. This is home court for you, Mark. Yeah. It's right? my house. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, but these last three guests. These last three. Oh, you're guesses. wearing Under Armour. Yeah. Ready? No. <clears throat> Under Armour doesn't fit me. They don't make music. Quadruple X. <laughs> the hint is music, and here's uh, the first clue, which is kind of the same thing, but whatever. Here it is. Ready? Led Zeppelin. Mark. Mark, your guess is. I my first my first thing that pops in my mind is Jimmy Page. No. But it's 
you got you're gonna have it. It's, it's gonna be out in the water. Your your guess. Um, you're just trying to pick which one it is. Oh, right? Shane. Yeah, that's it. It's not that I can't never remember this guy's name. Um, Robert Plant. No. Shit. Mark. You're John Bottom. Died in 1980. Uh, nice. No, my buddy of mine once told me that. His dad always used to say they did. They did a. Um, what the hell's that a picture of? Uh, I'll tell you after. It's they, they did they like they went around. And I don't know if they did like an actual poll of this, but they said which rock star, like that died, would any would people want to see come back to life? And people were like, you know, Janis Joplin, uh, Janis Joplin, <laughs> Jim Morrison, Mama Cass, uh, John John <laughs> uh, John Lennon, you know, and everyone. And, and I'm like, yeah, those are my guests. He's like, no, he's like, John Bonham. Because like, everybody wants Zepp everybody wanted Zeppelin. This is probably yeah. like fifteen or twenty years ago. That, well, they got yeah. a son. But like, yeah, but like they wanted the actual John Bonham at the, This is like twenty years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know. Hey, um. Yeah. Okay. Who's the other guy in the band? John Paul Jones. Yes, yeah. John Paul. The booming basement. He's uh, traveling right now as a uh, mandolin player with some of my favorite musicians, Ooh. David Rawlings and Gillian Welch. He's in a band with them now. All right. It's pretty cool. Finish up the last two. Here's the first clue. That. Back to the Future. Shane. Huey Lewis. <laughs> is this music or no? This is movies. I just wanted to say and Huey the, Lewis. And, and the answer is no. It's not Huey Lewis. I'm sorry. I'm afraid you're just too loud. <laughs> that it's, it's, I, don't, I mean, I can't write off just that. Just say There's so it. many possibilities. I mean, just if say I say it. Mark, if I say Michael J. Fox, that's the only one I can think of. That's the that'd be my no. first guess. Here's the next clue. Caroline in the city. Shane. Nick. Oh, I got it. Can I can I get it? Can I get it? Can you Three, screw it up? Two. Yeah, you got one. It. Mark. Mark. Leah Thompson. Damn it. Leah Thompson. Tom. You guys are tied. Guys are tied. The worst thing that ever happened to Back to the Future is that today. The Adventures in Babysitting Girl backed out. Alright. Final clue. You ready? Elizabeth Shue. Love her. She's in the second one. That's right. Yeah, the first right. Jennifer was. Think uh, carefully. An actress. Yeah, this is a movie quote. She's still good with some credit. Nah. Y'all want to talk about killing? Well, I'd like to hear about it, potheads. Okay, Mark's going to oh, win because I don't know this shit. Shit. What are you looking for, the movie? Want the person. It's a birthday. A movie oh. can't have a birthday. Oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm going to tie, potheads. Yeah, that was Tom Berenger. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties, but yeah, that was Tom Berenger. So basically. This one was a tie. This whole day has been what a tie. What about the speed round? It was speed round? There's speed no, round? Whose birthday is it? We don't know. I don't know about the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a tie. This whole day has been a tie, um, but that's okay. okay. Everybody wins. You guys have any final thoughts? Anything you want to recommend for next week? We're gonna uh, uh, Next week, we're going to have two movies uh, as per on schedule. I'll even tweet them out and tell you which movies we're going to have ahead of schedule. So if you want to watch them, you feel free to disagree with everything that we say. But uh, if you have any final thoughts before we close this whole shindig, I got out. some things here, guys. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so Pete Holmes, you guys know who Pete Holmes is? Porn star? No, Pete Holmes. He he <laughs> took over for. Oh, that's John Holmes. I'm sorry. Uh, he has a late night show now after. Yeah, funny man. After Conan O'Brien. And he, he's had a podcast for years, too, called You Made It Weird, which should be my theme song. Okay. But he does these scenes, and I'll show you one if you apparently you haven't seen him, Joe. But he's an HR rep at the Street Fighter. So the Street Fighter characters are coming in. Like, he does skits, and so the Street Fighter characters are coming in. Like Chun-Li? Yeah, like Chun-Li. And, and Ryu? When, when Chun-Li comes in, he keeps hitting on her and stuff. And he's like, she, like I'm just I, putting it out there. 
And uh, Joel okay. McHale plays um, Guile at one point, and he's like, "What <laughs> war? You keep saying you're in the war. What war were you in? The American War. Yeah, yeah, we get it. You like America. What war were you in?" <laughs> and so, they're they're really funny uh, skits. They're all on YouTube. I'm gonna have to show these guys when we're done because apparently they don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And he also did. Uh, he was um, ex- he did scenes where he was um, Professor X. Is that the guy's name, Xavier? Yes, Professor Xavier. And, and he's uh, laying off the X Men, like, like laying them off. And so <laughs> they're coming in individually. Like they come in individually oh, during each skit, and, and he's like, "We're gonna have to let you go." He's like, "So you can trail the weather. We're inside. Who cares?" <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other thing, Joe and I already talked about it, but it was pretty awesome that uh, Steve Perry sang in public for the first time. And they were talking about that. Is that now? Is the, my question to you is, is that calculated? He's just buddies with them. He's just buddies with the yeah. eels. Yeah, he from, came with, out with E from the eels. Yeah, he came out and sang with E or with the eels at a show in Minnesota randomly. And so Steve Perry, for the first time in two decades, plays with the eels right after uh, Joe and I got done talking about him because the eels are amazing. Yeah, I do like the eels. I'm a lot of fun. And he sang that song too. It's a motherfucker. But he, but it sounds like he, he's like it's a motherfucker. I wonder if I change the opening of the podcast to Soul Jacker if he's gonna get upset. No, he won't even know. I don't know. I think Shane's gotta do something. Word. And then my I last, mean. my last suggestion that no, that people should listen to, because he's a buddy of mine. He let me sleep on his couch last night. Um, there, <laughs> if you're in New England, um, go to bbng.net, and that's the Blues Brothers Next Generation. They're a Blues Brothers tribute band, and I know that sounds like something, but they have a full band, right? They have a complete horn section, fucking soul music, and then they, they have, like, the blues mobile and everything, oh, wow. and they got a bunch of things. They have a bunch of gigs coming up, and they're actually a really fun band to go see. They're playing twice in, minute in uh, Mass coming up, and then three times in New Hampshire. So BBNG, Blues Brothers Next Generation. Okay. You can plug your little Isn't people. I can plug mine. Uh, the third Blues Brother movie—I don't know what it was called. Or was it the second? The second one? I thought. Uh, maybe I thought. Maybe. Well, it, it's really fun though, man, because they—they have everything like the official suits, the official car. It's pretty funny, and the, their horn section is pretty badass. So yeah, they're good. Mark, any final thoughts? Probably not. Oh, no, 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 good. You're not even gonna talk about uh, Firefly or anything like that. Well, I, I we'll mean, talk about that we next week. It's too late. Yeah. About that. Nah, didn't think so. Well, it's like another hour's worth of content. Should we have Serenity be one of the movies this week, then, since we didn't do it a couple weeks ago? I, that's totally up to you. But we'll agree on it, and once we agree on it, we'll watch it, and then that's that. How much you want to bet Joey doesn't watch it, and then... I've already seen it. I know, but you got to watch it again. Well, then I'll watch it again. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. All right. Sorry, guys. All right. Uh, let's close up the shop. Uh, I want to thank all my sponsors. They're up on the... Uh, just go to the banner page at positivesarcasm.com. Already, um, all the shows, movies that we've reviewed, they are now on the movie review page, so feel free to search down there. There's over 350 movies on there. Uh, join us on Twitter, at POS Sarcasm. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to go to the contact page. Uh, and then within the next week or so, I will be writing well, a couple things I'll be doing in the next week or so. Number one, all my older articles that were at RCD Radio, since RCD Radio is getting retooling, all those old articles will be reposted onto PositiveSarcasm.com. So you're not on there anymore? No, I am. I'm so they got detooled? No, they will, they will, um, they switched, ah! they've switched over to RCD GoGo, uh, which is their new format, which is a much prettier looking version. My new articles Sweet. are, my new articles are posted on there every week. Nice. Uh, but for the old ones, for safekeeping, I will be putting them on our, my site so that I know where they are at all times, which is kind of good. 
Kind of like children. You kind of want to know where they are at all times. Oh, he's on the balcony. Oh, okay, he's fine then. But anyways, um, and also the uh, the photos from the bodybuilding event and the fitness or fitness event, whatever you want to call it, they'll also be posted uh, on the event's calendar. Uh, I want to thank uh, uh, Graphic Cole for going down with me. Going, going down? Going down. Coming down to the event with me. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, let's clarify. She's and, your cousin. Um, once again, uh, we'll close up shop here. Uh, you guys, hope to see you next week. Sounds and uh, We out. You don't remember me. We spoke on the phone two days ago. I told you I would find you. <laughs>